You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. My favorite, it's Judd's Hockey Show. And welcome into Judd's Hockey Show. As always, Zolgad and Declan Goff, a co-host, executive producer, doing all of the tough work while I just sit here and blabber. It's absurd. It's not absurd, totally. I mean, it's pretty common in the business. Yeah. I'm uh, trying to think of like who's like the one center that can play all four lines. Well, that, on a wild team, that's that, that's not saying a whole lot now that I'm thinking about it. I don't want to say I'm Ryan Hartman because I still think that's selling myself short, but the work ethic is there. I'm, I got, you know. Work ethic is there. I'm not a Selkie finalist. I'm definitely not a defensive first center. You might be Erickson Eck. I could be. Cause you're, I could be a pest. I could be. Like, you know you what? You work hard and you're a pain in the ass. I, you know what? I rescind, yes. I, I am more of a Joel Erickson Eck. And you're pretty, guy. I mean, you're good at it. So yeah, no, people know that, yeah, I get underneath their skins. Yep. They want me to elevate to next roles. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah, Absolutely. but then you get moved up too high, and then yep. it's not going to work. Like if you went to ESPN National, mm-hmm. it would fall apart because you're, so you're not a top line. You're not top line producer. I mean, true. you are a great second, third line guy. Yeah. Um, all right. So on Saturday, we did a reaction. If you have not tuned into it or uh, heard it yet, a reaction to the news that Kevin Weeks floated out late last week. Kirill Kaprizov. Uh, contract negotiations stalled with the Wild at this point in time. What could he do? What are the possibilities? Um, and as as we discussed that topic on Saturday, Declan Goff, we also hit on Jack Eichel's availability with the Buffalo Sabres. It sounds like Eichel's going to be traded here very soon. Mm-hmm. The Wild's name is certainly prominent in discussions, at least in the rumor mill. We don't know how it's going to play out. But the one thing that we did not hit on in that episode then was, okay, the Kaprizov thing is in one bin. The Eichel thing to me, which, by the way, I don't think is going to happen here, but, I mean, that's a that's a guy who's going to have a neck procedure done, but it's considered one of the elite players in the game, so the price tag might be too high. So Declan Goff um, yeah. went online and started to do some serious digging and insiding of centers where the Wild desperately needs help still, Yeah, uh, who might be available in the coming months now behind Eichel. So we, we addressed Eichel, talked about what the price tag would be there. It would be very high, probably too high for a team that needs to keep some depth with the Wild. So where did you land as far as the next tier of potential available centers who Bill Guerin in the next few weeks and months can pursue? So here's what I did. Number one, we are the, you know, forerunners of reckless speculation. So so I, I understand that a lot of people are going to hear some of these ideas and then immediately dismiss them uh, and then crap on me for suggesting them. That's fine. Reckless speculation. Number one, thank you for listening. So you, you clearly sought yeah, out the go podcast. Go ahead and crap on us, too. That's fine. No, yeah, you that's want fine. people, you know, Declan, the key to life is people that don't yep. like you. People that like you, that's awesome, and we appreciate yes. that. But to the haters out there, yeah. I love you. Yeah. You're my you're some of my favorite people. So some of these, you know, and maybe you can make a case. I think there's one here that actually is very obtainable and the other three are, are maybe pipe dreams, but at the same time, they're fun. It's a fun discussion. If uh Jack Eichel's gonna cost the farm, some of these guys still aren't gonna come cheap necessarily. It's fun to come up with possible trade ideas. So let's start with this one. 
Let's start with Jack Eichel's teammate, Sam Reinhart, who is also someone who definitely probably could be moved. Buffalo is going to blow it up, man. They had the number one overall pick. Um, Jack Eichel is good as gone. Maybe they keep Reinhardt around because if they're going to ship out Eichel, they still want some offense there. But Jack, uh, but Sam Reinhardt, excuse me, is still a pretty damn good player. Um, he, he had a big season last year. Corsi wise, he's a possession monster. He shoots the puck a ton. Um, he's on, I believe, I believe he's becoming an RFA he if I pull up, his, uh, nope. pull up his deal. So, so, he, so right. he's he's going to have a payday coming. Twenty five, most likely in in. At the very least, at, at the five million per a season, I would assume mm-hmm. that's what he made last year, and so he's probably looking something at more at six or seven. And yeah, coming off a career year, he made three and a half, or um, yeah, made ha, made some decent money last year, made five point two. So so he's he's going to cash in. Um, that's probably still going to cost a first round pick. That's going to cost a, a, a big prospect like Matthew Boldy. I I threw out the idea to you when I first made this Jack the Jack Eichel trade like six months ago. Um, that maybe maybe you give them a goaltender. Maybe you do end up giving them Capo with that first-round pick. Hey, here's a goalie. Here, here's like, Is it going to work for you? We don't know yet, but there's some stability there. Goalies can steal you games. There could be something there with Sam Reiner. So that was that. that's one to keep an eye on. I do think it's one to keep an eye on. I think the question there, too, is, the if I'm not mistaken, Buffalo used him a lot at wing, and the Wild would, would obviously transition him to center, and there is some concern about how he would do playing that position full-time in the pros. I don't know, um, but the Reinhardt one seems to me to be far more realistic than Eichel as far, yeah. as, as, far as the trade. So so if internally you, you decided that he could play, for instance, with Kaprizov, and I ultimately if Kaprizov gets what he wants term-wise and cash-wise, he's coming back. But I don't think we can completely dismiss the fact that this guy was forced to play with, as we talked about on Saturday, Dex, Hartman and Rask, right? Right. Like, he's not, not fair. Well, and he, I don't think he's going to sit down and be like, oh, I don't care who I play with. Yes, the contract's the most important thing, but he's going to want to play with a center that, in his mind, gives him a chance. And Reinhardt, if they deem can be the guy, I do think is is eminently obtainable. He then has to be signed long-term. He won't be cheap. Uh, but I, I think that one's more, much more realistic as far as a trade with Buffalo than Jack Eichel. Yep. I'll give you this one, and I, I don't think this is realistic, but it's fun, and it would be something I would definitely do. There's some hurdles because he has a three-team, not no trade clause, but a three-team trade clause, which means I believe he can only be traded, traded excuse me, to these three teams. But this team is also at a crossroads with where they're heading in the long-term future. Thomas Hurdle in San Jose. Hmm. So San Jose has some unmovable contracts, and Hurdle might be, and Hurdle is obviously one of them too. But he's a center. He's 27 years old. He's entering the last year of his deal at a steal of 5.6 million dollars. So he, you'll have to pay him either this summer to lock him up, or enter into UFA talks this time next year if you're San Jose or a team that obtains him. Um, this is exactly the kind of center I would go after. He's 27. He scores a ton. The Sharks, I think, are going to be hitting a reset button here soon. I, I, I just, I don't see them solving their goaltending woes. Burns and Carlson clearly, unless you know they they swallow hard on money or or, or just accept the fact that they're not going to be the players they are. They, they can't really; those contracts are almost immovable, in my opinion. You have to at least listen to an idea of Thomas Hurdle and go to him too and say, "Look, man, yeah, you've been San Jose all your life. I know you've said you wanted to stay here." But we have an offer here. You can go to Minnesota. You can play for Kirill, with Kirill Kaprizov. 
Now, for the wild side, you're going to have to give up, yeah, a first-round pick, probably two. Again, probably a top prospect in Matthew Boldy to make this happen. Yep. Um, I don't think you have to give up both first-round picks in this year's draft, excuse me. But Hurdle interests me. I think it's a 2% less chance of happening, by the way. I, I Just because of the no-movement clause, they'd have to be most likely blown away by an offer. But I've always been a fan of him, yep. and I think it's a fun idea. I think it's a real fun idea. So would this be Boldy or Rossi? Your first round, one of your two first yep. round picks. This I would say summer and something else, or or could you do Boldy the first round pick and get Hurdle? My guess is they'd want a little bit a little bit more, but that's a total guess. I would say a first round pick and and Rossi or Boldy would have to. Yeah, that's that's your starting point. That's totally your. I starting mean, he's point. a good player, and and I'm with you. The Sharks are a mess. They're a mess. They've got bad contracts. Uh, Carlson is just old now. That contract was terrible. They they need they need a reset that's going to take a couple of years for sure. So yeah, if you if they could get Boldy, and to be clear here, I am not high on trading Boldy at all. But I think that's the price of poker to some degree as well. So I like I like the idea. I guess if I was to rank the reality, um, you're probably going to have a better chance to get Reinhardt yep. at, at a price that you like a little bit more. Yep. Again, total guess by me. But you're probably gonna have a chance to get Reinhardt um, because of the contract status and because it's Buffalo. Then you will hurdle. Uh, but yeah, both those names are both those names are attractive. And again, with Reinhardt, it comes back to one thing: Do your people think he can play center successfully on a number one line? All right. So this next one, uh, these next two, excuse me, are teammates in Philadelphia, and they're they're interesting. The Flyers, I think, are gonna shake things up. Chuck Fletcher. Has set down the record. He he has a history of shaking things up. By the way, he's not afraid to trade people. Mm-hmm. Um, the Flyers were the worst defensive team in the league last year. Caught a hot might be might end up being all right, but they clearly need blue line help in front of him. I think before I would blow oh, up the panic button on Caught a hot. Their defense was terrible. Um, here's this trade, and I think Wild fans would say, "Hell no, hell no, hell no, hell no." Why would you do this trade? Okay. But I think it's intriguing to me. This is a straight up one for one trade. Sean Cordier. For Matt Dumba. So Cordier is entering the last year of his deal at $4.3 million going into um, next season. He's been a damn good center. Now, he'll be 29, but he has scored 30 goals before. He's a good 50 to 60 point guy. He would automatically be the best center on this team. When I say trade Matt Dumba, who makes $6 million, by the way, for two more seasons... His his value isn't as high, I think, as we perceive it to be. So if if the Wild get a second or third round pick to like make it look a little sweeter on the back end, all right, I get it. But this saves you cap room. It doesn't put you in a position to be locked into a new center. Like Sean Cordier could come in, and maybe if it's underwhelming, or maybe it's not the player you want to lock up because he's going to be in his thirties, then you then you can move on. You have you have a ton of cap space available. So I'm doing this trade to to create cap space and to see if Sean Cordier could be a short-term fix. And I, I do think it's really intriguing. He's a, he's a true center. He's someone I think who's a Selkie finalist. I mean, you'd have two Selkie centers on your team in Joel Eriksson-Eck and Sean Cordier. I think this is a really intriguing one. I think it's the most obtainable player to also get that doesn't cost you significant draft picks or significant prospects. I would do a one-for-one trade, Matt Dumba for Sean Cordier. Why would... Why would- Wild fans say no. I think they would say no because he's Sean Cordier is a 29 year old center who will be mm-hmm. a unrestricted free agent and classic wild right going after a center who's going to be turning 
you know, 29 in December, entering his 30s into his prime, I can I can see Wild fans having pushback on that. But but the Flyers need significant blue line help. Chuck Fletcher, I believe, was the one who signed Dumba to this current contract that he's on. I'm, I'm not a hundred. Might have uh, been no, Fenton. No, I think it, no. Um, it was Fletcher for so sure. So there's there's intrigue here, and I, I wouldn't rule it out. I honestly think this is the one. If I'm playing armchair GM on NHL 2021, I make this trade tomorrow. I I would make this trade happen tomorrow. Now, I think that the interesting thing about what the Flyers are doing too is my understanding is that they're trying to get Seth Jones that, that he's yep. their top he's their top defensive target. Uh, but Dumba definitely is going to get tied to Fletcher because he did sign him. He might have drafted him too. So yeah, that makes sense. I I think we need to prepare ourselves very simply for the fact that the Minnesota Wilds not going to get back for Dumba what people expect. It's just not going to happen. Right. I mean, he's his value around the league is much different than we thought. And he can be a very good player when he's going well. But, I mean, the film is not always kind to Dumba. And, I look, I think he's a valuable player to have. But this notion that he was somehow this huge trade ship is gone now. Like, that's just not true. Here's here's the thing with the expansion draft, and there, there's two sides of the coin. Either you don't want to make a deal to not lose Matt Dumba for nothing, so then you're making that backhanded deal and you don't want to deal with that, or you're going to lose Matt Dumba for nothing. Like, that, that that that's that's the two paths here. So would you rather just say, all right, yeah, we we value Matt Dumba. Matt Dumba's value might be higher than 29-year-old, 28-year-old Sean Cordier right now who's going to be a UFA, but if you got something for him... That's a win to me. That That's a win. I think this trade's extremely intriguing. I think it's honestly obtainable. I think it's really, really obtainable. All right, who's next? All right, last one, uh, or uh, two more. I've uh, Last one on the yeah. Flyers. This one, all right, he's not a true center, so I want to preface that. And I, I understand that we're, we're doing trade targets here, but he was drafted as a center. I think his offensive ceiling is insane. He had a really weird... Weird year in 2021 with the Flyers as being an absolute gong show by, you know, 30 games in. But Travis Konecki, who was drafted as a center, was a hell of a player um, two years ago with the Flyers. His upside is very, very, very high. He played with Claude Giroux. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I would be curious if Bill Guerin sees him more as a center. Now, this is a pipe dream. I'm, I'm, I'm manifesting that he can be a center. I understand that he has spent more time at the wing, right? But he has experience, like Reinhardt, being yep. a center. Yep. Um, to you, I, I don't like to use this example, but I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out of there anyway. Uh, they thought Marcus Johansson could still be a center, right? Yes. He transitioned to wing, and then in general, Marcus Johansson, in my opinion, was an absolute disaster. And Travis Konecki already is a better player by far. Um, than Johansson. Mm-hmm. But that one's intriguing me too because he's under a pretty affordable deal at 5.5 per. And if Bill Guerin sees him as someone that he can plug and play naturally skilled as a center, now he has extremely defensive miscues. He's he's not a very defensive first player. He's going to drive offense. His goal is to score goals and, and, and drive offense. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued by that one. And also if Fletcher wants to shake things up, Konecki would be the guy I think you move. Um, it would probably, it would cost a first round pick. I don't think it would. I mean, I understand why they would want Boldy in return, but I think you can finagle something out of this with a first round pick and a lower tier prospect. Or it's probably a lot to say a first round pick and a Dumba for Konecki. I can I can get that if it's not an actual center that you're looking for. Right. But Konecki's skill is what I'm looking to get this team over a hump, and Konecki has that skill. So that that's where that hmm. that's where that pipe dream 
kind of comes from. Yeah. I, I understand the pushback that he's he really hasn't played true center minutes yeah. in a long time, but having more horses of just naturally skilled players, I think goes a long, long way. So it, it, it intrigues me, Judd. That's kind of where I'm at with it. I think you got to get a center, though. I don't think you can get a guy who you think can play there because I think you you so desperately need a one and two. Yep. Uh, and definitely a one. Here, Here's a name that's out there from the Flyers of a guy who's been a disappointment so far, but incredibly high draft pick. Yep. He is only 22, and he is an RFA. Now, this is a guy who you'd be taking a shot on. Yeah. But you, I think you could get him at a very reasonable price. He's had some injury issues at times. Nolan Patrick. Yep. I looked um, at this too. And I believe that he got off to, if I'm not mistaken, a really good start last year and then just basically ran aground. I don't know what happened to him. But um, that's one where, where I mean, this was a kid who was what? i got to pull it up here in Hockey Reference. He was the second overall pick in 2017, yeah. and he's been a disappointment so far, but he's a natural center. He shoots. He, he's a right-handed shot. Um, and i got to believe that he could almost be a guy that desperately needs a fresh start. Yeah. So the Flyers might... The reality is if the Flyers move him, they aren't going to get a ton for him, uh, especially for a guy who was drafted that high. So I'd be curious about him as well. But that's, a, you know what? I mean, that goes back to taking a gamble because you don't know. Well, the, the, the good thing is on him is I don't think you have to give up a first-round pick for him, Judd. Um, I, I don't, agree with I, that. I don't think you do. Uh, I wouldn't, also, I wouldn't do the one-for-one Dumba trade for him. I don't think so unless, unless again, the Flyers can give me something else in return that makes it look sweeter because then that's an uneven trade for Minnesota. Right. I looked at Nolan Patrick, too. I just I, – I can see why it makes sense from a financial side and from an opportunity side, but I don't know. I, I think it's a big ask to get a 22-year-old, just plug and play him, and assume that the Wild are better. Uh, the the upside the, the ceiling is there right it's high risk high reward right um, right I would exactly. feel I would feel more comfortable with Cordier I feel a lot more comfortable with Cordier how about this one Arizona Coyotes he's been in the league since 2014 Christian Dvorak yeah I saw someone twelfth this out the other day as well to us I believe Christian Dvorak also intrigues me uh, fifty six games last season in his age twenty four season. 17 goals, 14 assists, 31 points, minus 11. But keep in mind, the Coyotes, the Coyotes. weren't good. Um, his career high is 18 goals two seasons ago. Had a career high 38 points and actually was a plus six then. Christian Dvorak, though, it strikes me, and he would not be cheap, but Christian Dvorak is the type of guy who you would probably have to pay a high price for, but I think you could definitely plug in as your top-line guy, mm-hmm. and he wouldn't blow you away. But he would serve the purpose there. He is signed, by the way, Dex, through 2024-25. And his AAV is $4.45 million. Mm. So, like, this is all very workable. Yes. He's, he's 25 now. But, yeah, I saw that tweet, so I looked up the particulars. Yeah. That, that, that one intrigues me that as being intriguing. a realistic type of option. It's not going to come cheap, but I think it can get done. I like and I like the fact too. he's a center. Yep. I know, you know the Kuznetsov one's fun. I, I, I don't know where Washington's going to do this year. I'm just they're at a crossroads. Kuznetsov though's got so he's 29. He's got some. He's had some issues off the ice. I think. But like, do, you, do you also do that? And like this is just me being me. Do you get that as another Russian guy in there with Kirill? Like I can yeah, see that working. Right, but if he's had problems off the ice, and let's just say that he likes to do things I don't want Kirill doing, do sure. I want him with Kirill? Absolutely not. Uh, he, he has he has according to. Um, Cap friendly, a modified no trade clause. I don't know how far that goes. He signed through 2024, 25. He's 29. 
I don't know, man. That that one, the off-the-ice stuff concerns me a lot because that's the one thing with Kaprizov. I want him in the best environment possible, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want any more. We, we've seen enough crap in that room, right? Yeah. And it's not even bad people. It's just been sort of apathetic people at times. Um, that one concerns me. Big cap hit, too. Yeah. 7.8 million. That's too much. That's a ton. All right. How about your guy? And I think you brought this one up three, two, three years ago. Yep. Dylan Strom signed through 2021, yeah. 22, 3 million per. Uh, he is 24 now, so he's not old. Yeah, this one got me filleted on Twitter. Um, but, but this shouldn't. I mean, this, okay, he's not a first-line guy, but, I mean, he is an upgrade. He's he's on your depth chart right around Eck. Like, yeah. this team needs centers. Yes. Like, we we need to stop thinking, just go get the ace guy. That Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> one, they're really hard to get. Yeah. And two, like... The reality of Marco Rossi is this, Dex. He's basically not played in a year. Yeah. Like I, I know he played in the World Juniors and fought through it with COVID and then, unfortunately, a heart ailment as well, and now he's fine. But the Minnesota Wild didn't play Matthew Boldy in the playoffs. Yep. Do you really this think, I mean, point. that Marco Rossi's going to step in in training camp and be and have Kirill Kaprizov to his left or right? Absolutely not. He's gonna be he's gonna be brought along. They're not going to rush him. So like any thought of well, Marco Rossi's gonna open the season as our top center in 2021-22 is probably a complete pipe dream. So like we're talking about okay, Strom's not great, but he's a center. Yep. And he's not a disaster. No, and he wouldn't cost a ton. He's not gonna cost a first round pick. I would be I would be pretty shocked if if they had to give up a first round pick for him. Um and Chicago also I think is setting it at that weird spot, kind of similar to the Sharks of, all right, we have these unmovable contracts. We can only do so much. We have to get something back in return. Um, you know, he did, for the last two seasons, he spent the most of his time with Patrick Kane, um, and and uh, that is a good player to be playing with. So he's used to playing with skilled players. And who plays a little bit like Patrick Kane? Kuro Kaprizov. So Bingo. Strom, Strom is someone that, I yeah, I, I, I've always kind of, liked there. There's a ceiling there that I think could be unlocked. Again, I don't think it costs a ton. Term- Why'd you get filleted for that? Uh, I think the return. I think I suggested like a first and a, and, and oh, Dumba, okay. I think at the time. And I think even I brought up to Puck Daddy. Greg Wyshynski was on with us and he said, hell no, I would never do that trade. Um, but so, so you gave up too much. Yeah. I think, I, I don't even know if it was a first round pick in Dumba. I think it was also, I was still, we still had most of those Grand Lenino Zucker guys here. And I think I was just trying to accelerate that process, pulling my best uh, Paul Fenton, if you will. Um, <laughs> but in terms of like the guys I think are the most attainable, I think Cordier is number one. I, I, I think Cordier makes the most sense. It's Couturier, right? Coutur- is it Couturier? I thought it was Couturier. I looked up the pronunciation. It's it's small K-O-O. Small K, yeah. I think it's Sean Couturier. Cordier, Couturier. I think that one's the most obtainable. I think it makes the most sense. Um, I don't think you have to because he's a veteran. They're not going to give up a ton. I think. I think it makes a lot of sense, man. I think that one uh, gets it done. You know the the hurdle hurdle one is is just a pipe dream. I think that's just a fun fun talk. That's to a bring big up. price tag, but that's a that's it's, a but that's an attractive guy. one. He's the guy. Like, like he, that's not a bad. He's idea. a number one. I think center. Dvorak is attractive to me. Yep. But if if yes, the hurdle price tag is probably too high. But I mean. That's a number one center. That that was also a room, and I, and I was doing some digging on. I was reading some um, pieces in the athletic. Inciting, from, 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 yeah, doing some insiding. You know, there was questions in that room too a year ago, and it seemed like most of those questions got answered, and that it it, it was from a distant side too, because the reporters obviously can't be in the locker rooms. That it seemed like the locker room was trending back in a in a more positive area. 
San Jose's, that oh, is. Oh, San Jose. Okay. San Jose's I'm talking about. Yes. That I think it, that mostly that problem is fixed, so it's not too concerning. But Hurdle, Hurdle would be like the if do de facto number one center. Right. You pay him. He is your next number one center for six, seven years. Like that, and they that need would help. solve it. That would solve it. And, and San like Jose they needs need, help. They need to hit a hard reset at yeah. this point. Um, how could you not mention your guy? Well, R&H, well, he's... UFA! He's a UFA, and we're doing trade targets. So that, that's kind of why oh, okay. I, I, I mentioned it. And also, I'm just he's, he's going to ask for the moon. Um, of course he is. I don't know. The Wild have to play clear, center here. The Wild have to clear Dumba, and they probably would have to clear Fiala. Like, I, I don't see a path. He's going to want $8 million per. Okay, okay. The hurdle trade. What is it? Probably similar. Probably 7 to 8. Probably 7 to 8. I mean, he's he's a, he's pretty damn good. He's just up there as R and H, in my opinion, as a number one center. But like, what's the trade, Fiala? Oh, to to get yeah uh, to get yeah. What, what's I the see. price? Because the price there's high. Uh, I would say two first round picks. So one this year, one next year. Okay. They probably. I mean, this sounds like a lot, but it would give them another decent defender. I I would give them Dumba. I would give up Matt Dumba to get him. I think Keelan Addison's ready to play basically. And do you, I mean, again, do you, I think they do, ask for do you consider, they probably ask for a, another offensive player to replace Hurdle's production. I, I get that. Yep. Um, do you give him Greenway? Oh, I'd include Greenway. Greenway. I would include Greenway. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to give up Fial. I understand why you would, but I'm, I'm well, I don't know to do that, it. Well, I don't know that that trade gets done without him. Yep. Because that's a big, tra- that's, I mean, that's, that's not a, that's, that's a, Really good player. That's another team too, kind of like Buffalo, where if if you give them a young goalie and say, "Hey, here you go," they had they've had Martin Jones, they ain't working. Yeah, Devin true. Dubnik was a stopgap. Like yep. if you give them a young, they've goalie, got a young goaltender behind Martin Jones though, and I wonder if he's got a future. I thought it was maybe. a Russian kid. Yeah, maybe. And I so I I can see that being in play if you want to give up Coppola and say, "Hey, here's a goalie." Goalies can steal things. Like goalies can make things happen. Yeah, so. but you also have to be. But I mean, your team has to be good enough for the stealing of games and get to points mm-hmm. uh, to. Get those points to matter. I've just got to think if we're talking hurdle, they're going to ask for Fiala, yeah. and Fiala's a wing, so it's going to. I mean, you could technically. I mean, I believe me, both of us do not want Kevin Fiala traded, mm-hmm. but he is this ultimate chip, especially if you're going to bring on a guy with salary since he's an RFA himself. Uh, let me throw out another name at okay. you, and this guy is a defensive liability. But a couple of years ago, he was fantastic, and his career or his performance has declined. 26 years old, Sean Monahan, yeah. uh, who was signed through 2022-23 with, again, a modified no trade. But Calgary's another team that's definitely m- making some moves. I, I saw a, a report, I think it was yesterday, that Matthew Kachuk might want out as well. Yep. Now, he's a winger, so I'm not implying that he should come here. But my point being is, I don't know that Sean Monahan and Sutter are going to be a fit in Calgary. Mm-hmm. And... Monahan a couple of years ago definitely had a type of year that you would love to have here, uh, but the play dropped off and the defensive metrics are not kind to him. No, he's not. I mean, Corsi wise, possession wise, he's he's been pretty dang good, but that doesn't mean everything in terms of being a defensive stalwart. Um, he stopped shooting the puck a little bit last year. Yeah, his goal rate has basically been cut in half since he's been a thirty goal scorer three years ago. There's decline there. I mean, you wouldn't have to probably give up. But he's only 26, yeah. so it's weird because there's decline, but the age says there shouldn't I mean, be. Sam Bennett was so disgruntled, they only lost, they only, had to get, they only got a second-round pick for him. I don't think Monaghan is that low in terms no, of the no, return. He get, no, he'd get him more. I, mean, I would give up Dumba for him. That might be another guy I'd do a straight one-for-one trade. Yeah, I, I wonder what they'd want. Mm-hmm. 
I just go back to, I keep going back to, I don't know what Dumba's value on the market is because he's he's the wild guy to just like throw in. Hey, just take Dumba. Yeah, it's true. Um, but I, I also think that we have to accept the fact that in these trades, you're getting a center. Mm-hmm. And so there's probably an upgrade on that price on positional value alone, right? Right. Because these guys are so hard to find. Yep. Hmm. That's all I got. Yeah, I think the, the, those I think are... Dvor- I think Dvorak is realistic for sure. Yep, it would cost you a lot. Um, I love your idea on Hurdle because I think that would solve a lot of your problems immediately. But the price tag is high. Um, but again, I'll go back to this. At some point in time, in getting Kaprizov signed to a contract, and depending on the term that he will do, there will be a discussion about who he plays with. No question, in my mind. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and he's right to have that discussion, and that's and that's where I think Couturier does make some sense because it 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 gives you a center that is your number one center for this year, and if you want to get out and explore the market and have more cap space to work with this time next summer, yes, you still have God willing three more years of Kaprizov. You know, if he does sign a four four year deal, um, that does make se- it, it stop. It's a stopgap option. It's not a young player that we discussed that, you know, like Nolan Patrick or Strom or Monahan that could probably be a younger guy that could be controllable and hit a higher ceiling, but he would be the best center on this team. You'd have two Selkie finalists, basically, in Joel Eriksson and Couturier on this. I mean, that that would be a dream. Like, Dean Evison would love that. Well, in playoff time, yep, you could shut down a lot of teams. The playoffs but would be great. Colorado, Vegas, that, right? That would be... Win face-off, shut down teams. I think that would be the, the most logical one. And again, I think a one-for-one swap makes a lot of sense. I really do. All right, outstanding stuff. That's a lot of names, um, <laughs> but they got to do something. They do. Like, they've got to do something. And, and again, I just urge people, don't expect that Marco Rossi is going to be opening night like top-line guy. He's not going to be. He might not be here. Opening night. I yep. mean, he he might have to bide his time. So. There, might, there might be a good chance that Matthew Boldy isn't going to be playing opening night. Like that 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 even that's even I, a discussion. We, we riot if that's the yeah. case. We riot. Okay. Cole, have you seen Cole Caulfield? Where, yeah, he's was, a stud. where was Boldy? We told he's him to stud. play Boldy. He's a stud. All right, we're done. Okay. Goodbye. Pass shoot score. Did you know that sixty one percent of pet owners feel more prepared to be a good pet parent after testing with Embark? Embark your dog with Embark's dog DNA test to get hundreds of actionable health insights. You can be proactive with their health and work with your vet on a personalized care plan. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.